Hi guys, welcome back to Dr. Sam's Musings. Um, how's the week going for you? Um, for me, I can't even put in words how I feel. But what I do know is that I would continue to very strongly and emphatically shout from the rooftops that I stand with Palestine. Um, primarily, yes, because I'm Muslim and the pain of my Muslim brothers and sisters is my pain. But also because I'm human and as human beings, we should always stand for what is right. Um, my stance is not a blind one. My stance is not one um, based on other people's opinions or influence is from having a decent-sized amount of knowledge about the situation. And it's, it's the same stance that I had had even before the, you know, events that kick-started on the 7th of October. It's, it's just, you know, asking for justice and a discontinuance of oppression of a group of people. And I want to believe that you know, with the heart that I have, that even if these were not Muslims, I would have the same stance. Um, so before I go into today's topic, I just want to implore everyone, don't be a sheep. Like, don't don't base your opinions for either, you know, side of this divide on what other people are saying, on what other people have pushed on you, even if it's a pastor, even if it's an imam, even if it's a Muslim scholar, even if it's a world leader. Don't base your opinions on what people have told you. It's so important. Like the importance of knowledge seeking is one that if there's anything we haven't learned from this crisis, we need to go back to seeking knowledge and fact checking. Go and do your own independent research on the topic and then form your own opinion and pray that you stand on the side of right. Pray that, you know, when history is being written, that you stood for truth and a stop of oppression. Of oppression. Everything that is happening now has pretty much happened so many times over and over again. And it's so interesting how blinded people are to history. Um, in a few years or whatever number of years, things are going to be spun around and then heroes and whatnot are going to be found. They're going to be Nobel Prizes and they're going to be... Um, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Statues and all sorts of things put up for the same people that are being villainized now. So it's very important that we know what is going on. Don't base your opinions off of posts on Instagram or off of what somebody has told you. You go and do your own independent research and find out what truly is going on. There's so much bias. There's so many lies. There's so many, you know, channels and portals of misinformation that you have to be very very deliberate to uncover the truth and regardless of what you find out even if you decide that you know yes these palestinian people got exactly what they deserve how much do a group of people actually deserve like how does how do we inflict so much pain on other people how do we see these babies how do we see these mothers mourning how do we see how completely destroyed these cities how do we see babies in incubators you know life-threatening because they don't there's no power how do we see surgeons carrying out surgery without anesthesia on the floor how do we see these things and think that it's justifiable that it's it's retribution of some sort like for me what's breaking my heart the most is the fact that i still have to live in this world like i was saying someone the other day if i had an out if there was a way that god could say okay are there some people that are ready to leave i will so leave because the human heart is so dark 
Like there's no upper limits. Now I see even the buildings and my heart breaks because I'm like, even non-living things do not deserve this level of destruction. If we know what pain feels like, if we know what hurt feels like, if we know what these things feel like, and we can still inflict it upon one another so continuously and so callously, then I don't even understand why we're pretending to be <laughs> of the same species. It's really, really confusing for me because I'm like, what can justify this? Like, how do you justify this? I'm not here to debate whether Hamas started it or whoever started it. I'm not here to tell you about the Nakba. I'm not here to tell you about, you know, how what's happening in Gaza is exactly what happened in the Holocaust. That's not for me to tell you. It's for you to be human enough to think, okay, wait a minute, what is going on? What exactly is going on? It's for you to have information to pass on to your children because this is what happens. The wrong information is passed on from generation to generation and it forms a breeding ground for hate and bias and bigotry. And we need to break that cycle by passing on the right information. And it's not okay for you to feign ignorance in this one. It's not going to fly. You cannot say you don't know what's going on. You cannot say... Oh, I didn't know that was going on because it's everywhere. It's okay for you not to want to comment publicly because you feel like I don't have enough information, but at least in your heart, feel something, do something. You know, I, there's some people that I'm looking at and I'm like, how are you not commenting? How are you not sharing something about this? And again, it's not about, oh, they, they had it coming to them. It was Hamas this, it was Hamas that. Even if, even if, Israel was punishing them because of something that Hamas did. To what extent? Like, to what end? Is it not enough? Like, is it not enough? It's, it's really, really, really been weighing down on me. But, you know, the reason why I wanted to do this particular episode is it's not really just about the conflict. It's also about, you know, our human side and the fact that emotions are not isolated. Emotions are not unidimensional. They're very multidimensional. And at any given point in time, we will have a mixed bag of emotions. So the same thing that is causing you so much pain can also be the same thing that will cause you so much joy. Case in point, even this conflict, you know, you see pictures of all these, you know, babies in the worst of mutilated states. I mean, I forced myself to watch these videos and I've seen headless babies. I've seen babies with mangled limbs. And as a doctor, you, 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 you understand you know, the extent of these things. But in the same vein, I'm seeing them and I'm, I'm seeing that, you know, it's just an empty vessel that has been destroyed. Their souls have been taken up. They're playing in paradise. You know, I see people that have lost everything with unshakable and still having unshakable faith in God. And I think about the days that, you know, they'll have so many people, inter you know, interceding for them. And I just, I, I just see so much beauty, even in the pain. And, you know, sometimes I'm crying and I'm smiling at the same time because there's a spiritual angle to things and the spiritual side for these people is just so remarkably beautiful. So some of us feel guilty in this period when we have bouts of happiness, but this is my reminder to you that emotions are not isolated. It's, you know, you can't turn them off. You can't switch them off. It's how you manifest them that can make you seem like a tactless person or an insensitive person, but you cannot blame yourself for finding joy in other things when you're also feeling pain. Pain and joy can coexist. Sadness and happiness can coexist. Anger and calmness can coexist. You can be mad at someone and then you see a little baby and then you're like, oh, and then you calm down. 
you can be calm while seeing that little baby and someone calls, comes and does something so upsetting to you and you flare up. You know, you can be really sad from a situation and find joy in other situations. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing. So this is my little talk this week is that don't try to beat down your emotions. Don't feel guilty for finding joy. Find a malaosui usually for every difficulty there is ease. And, you know, Allah sends us pockets of joy just to grant us that ease, you know, and we should use them the right way. If you're looking at your babies and you're looking at them and all the privilege and all the safety and everything that they have, use it as a means to be great, to be grateful to God. That joy that you feel is a reminder of God's blessings upon you. So use it as a means to say, thank you, Lord, for what we have now. And please have mercy on those who don't have as much. You know, for every time you feel saddened or in pain or upset by something, you need to seek refuge from the devil because the devil, you know, thrives on anger and anger and pain lead us to do things that, you know, we might look back upon and not be very proud of. So even in this situation, even as, you know, emotions and tempers are heightened, watch what you say, watch how you behave, watch your interactions. It's okay to agree to disagree on points. Not everybody's perspective will be the same as yours. Put your points across, amplify what you can, propagate what you can and leave it at that. You don't have to get into heated arguments. You don't have to get into insulting debates with anybody else. Let the pain propel you into action. Don't let it, you know, paralyze you into inaction. Let it propel you. Donate, make dua, pray for these people, you know, amplify their voices. They're people that are risking their entire lives to stay on ground, to choose what is really going on. Because we know, we've seen the bias, we've seen the lies, we've seen how completely flawed and compromised mainstream media is. So never ever in the history of mankind has any conflict, any crisis been covered in such real time as this, has, has any crisis been covered so completely raw, you know, as this. And I think we owe it to these people that have put their lives literally on the line to show us what is really going to at least amplify. If what they were doing was not impactful, why is it matter taking them down? Why have, it, why have they taken down the eyes of Palestine page? Why have they killed a top journalist's family? Because they know that the truth is coming out and falsehood is always threatened by truth. So I implore you, please, the least you can do is to amplify these voices. Share. If you don't want to share the more, you know, graphic images, that's fine. But share what is going on. Share the numbers. Share the destruction. Share the, you know, the injustice of it all and stand on the side of truth. If you feel like truth is on the other side, that's fine as well. Everybody's perspective is valid. But I just want you to make extra sure that you're standing on an opinion that is truly yours and not what someone else has spun fed you. The thing about why this is so personal, especially for Muslims, is that it's something that we've been on for so many years. Like, personally, I don't think that there's a Ramadan that goes by since I've been on social media that I haven't had to post something about, you know, the Muslims in Gaza and what they're going through, especially when they go to worship at Al-Aqsa Mosque and, you know, what they go through in Ramadan and during Eid and, you know, how they're constantly, constantly being persecuted. So for us to see things being turned around and them now being made to look like the oppressors is so heartbreaking because these are people that have suffered so much and for so long so i don't want to you know preach um you know any side to anyone but i'm just saying that learn the truth 
stand for the truth, whatever that means to you. And, you know, just pray for these people. Even if you stand for the other side, come on, as a mother, imagine, as a baby or a child, imagine the terror, as a doctor, as a humanitarian, as, as anything, as any human being, through any human lens that you want to look at this thing, it's enough. It's enough. And we need to ha use our collective voices to say it's really, really, really enough. Like the punishment, yeah, you've, you've proven your point. It's enough at this point, you know, and it's just a humane thing to do. You cannot have a beating heart. Even if these were people of another species and they told me they don't feel pain, I will probably still be like, yeah, it's enough. I cannot fathom how human beings can do this to other human beings. And the fact that a ceasefire is debatable at this point makes me lose all hope in humanity. Like, how are we still giving these people an option? Would you like to cease fire now? It's not meant to be an option anymore. You know, but that's what happens when you create a monster. You create such a powerful monster. You don't have control over that monster anymore. The monster begins to call the shots on you. And that's exactly what we're seeing play out here. But anyway, what we know as Muslims is that nothing, not even, you know, a leaf drops without the knowledge of Allah. And Allah is watching, is all aware. It's all seen, it's all hearing. We know the verses of the Quran that we're holding on to. And we know without a shadow of doubt how all this will end. But it's so painful. It's so painful watching it with our human, you know, non-spiritual eye. It's actually really painful. But we're thankful for the gift of Basira. We're thankful for the gift of the spiritual side of things that gives us so much ease and so much sucker. But this is me reminding you that your emotions are valid in all shapes and forms. You cannot say you will not laugh and play with your children because children on another side of the world are suffering. You can laugh and play with your children and use it as an opportunity to teach them about empathy and kindness and to tell, remind them of, you know, the blessings of Allah upon their lives. You can be hurt, but don't let it paralyze you from going about your business because how are we going to make money to donate to support these people? So do what you need to do, but don't remove your finger from the pulse of what is happening. Just stay, um, stay connected, stay, um, informed and yeah, do whatever it is that you can, even if it's just to send up a word of prayer. I hope that, you know, things ease up soon. I pray with all my heart that Allah grants ease and relief to the people in Gaza. I pray that um, he grants all those that have been killed the status of martyrdom. And, and I pray, honestly, that we stand up and we collectively call for, you know, justice to prevail because this is too much. This is, this is now beyond the grasp of my own very limited thinking i cannot i cannot understand this anymore i never did but now it's not like ah, ah, am i am i in a twilight zone am i stuck in some kind of horror movie and it's really really doing my head in so that's my little talk for today apologies if i was all over the place it's it's just crazy what is happening and we can only pray that god sends his intervention early Thank you for listening. I'll be back again next week. Bye.